Welcome back, everybody, to What's Up Grimes. I'm here with my amazing, unsinkable co-host, Jen. Thank you. Hi. Hi, guys. We have a very special guest with us today, Becky Machine, a UK-based electronic musician, music producer, flautist, Twitch streamer, and video game addict. She recently released her album, Another Atmosphere, in November. Welcome, Becky. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I am Becky Machine. I am a UK-based electronic music producer in the London area. I've been producing music for... I started learning at school maybe like, I don't know, 15 years ago. But I didn't really start taking music seriously as a solo artist until a couple of years ago. Um, when I started my like with the Becky Machine project, and I've also got into DJing recently as well. So um, music producing and DJing. Wow! So you started music producing before you started DJing. Yeah, yeah. I started producing under Becky Machine maybe I think about three years ago. Um, was when I released my first songs. I think around 2020. Well, I dabbled in music production before that, just learning, but I never released anything. And then, yeah, DJing more recently over lockdown. I just thought, you know what, I want to try, give, give this a go as well. So I started DJing on my Twitch channel and like learning, learning as I went there. And yeah, that's gone really well. So. We are all about the DJ streams because they remind us of Hana Truly's DJ streams, which are mm-hmm. snatched love, and popping. Yeah, I love I love her streams so much. They're so cool. Becky, can you tell us why you chose the name Becky Machine? Yeah, so originally I was just going to go with the name Becky, B-E-K-I, because I just thought it was short and sweet and sounded cool. But then I realized it had been already been taken by, I don't know, like, you know, hundreds of other artists. <laughs> And I was like, I need something more unique because I need something I can use on social media. So I thought about it for ages, trying to come up with a name that could work with the word Becky. Um, and I love cyberpunk things. I think I, I, pl- I was playing a lot of Overwatch at the time. And there was a, this is so, such a random thing, but in one of the levels in Overwatch, there's a poster of one of the characters called Diva. And in Japanese, it says Super Machine. And I mm. thought, oh, machine sounds quite cool. And I was like, oh, Becky machine, because I could spell that in Japanese, because the Becky. And then I was, and then I really ended up releasing a song called Super Machine as well, but it was all tied into that. And I just thought it worked with the cyberpunk kind of aesthetic. Cyberpunk. Yeah, futuristic. it absolutely does. So I, I've caught a couple of your your DJ Twitch streams before, and you are just such a natural at it. Like you, you chime in, you do the singing like a lot, like Hana does. Um, And I was always looking for somebody else too, because I love her sets, but there's got to be people out there that, you know, have their own thing and you just nail it and you go for it. And the people in the chats just blow up. I mean, it's amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. That means, that means a lot. It's it's cool to hear that coming from someone else, I guess, because I don't really no if it i think it's going well because everyone in chat is having a good time but it's nice to get a bit of feedback so thank you yeah absolutely you started twitch as a gamer initially can you talk a little bit about that 
yeah um i think i've been streaming for about five years now but i was on and off twitch for a little bit just watching other people's channels um here and there and a few friends a few d different people and, and friends was like you should maybe give that a go like it could be fun and after a while i was like you know what i will i'll give it a go and um it just started off with me with like maybe two viewers who were the two friends i was playing like league of legends with <laughs> and that's that's like the classics how you start streaming you you get supported by your friends who will always like watch you and you'll play together and yeah it just took off from there really playing all all sorts of games i switched to single player story driven games and found a bit more success with that and then eventually brought my music into it as well yeah which games are your favorite to play currently oh at the moment i'm loving elden ring and just finished cyberpunk maybe well i say just it was about five months ago or something but i was playing it for a long time so yeah that game was awesome yeah i want to switch gears a little bit to talk about your recent album release because that's what's on my mind right now tell us about your your latest album release uh everything looked so well done and marketed really well talk to us a little bit about that yeah so um i just released my debut album another atmosphere in november um and i've been working on that project for a couple of years i started writing it in uh in lockdown again i think it was like 2020 um and um i had um for the for the first single i released i think it was colors i found this artist called jake romano through um, Lights fan art. Have you heard of Lights? Mm -mm. She's an awesome singer, like awesome producer. Definitely check her out. But he made fan art of her, and, and I was like, I love, I love his style. I, I, I think I'm going to commission him for some single artwork, and it just took off from there. Um, and he did all of my album and single artworks, and I had, I had a character already kind of made, like that the protagonist in the story so to speak in this cyberpunk universe that's just in my head it's it's not like i don't know it's there's a story to it but it's hard to ex explain um and yeah he I, I just gave him a picture that i drew for my first ep saga which is it's not great but i drew it myself and um and then he just brought it to life in all this vibrant colors and yeah, so yeah, I, th I feel like I went on a, on a bit of a tangent there. But hopefully, I explained no. that. Okay, yeah, that's what we wanted. Yeah, please go on tangents. Everybody always thinks they're going on tangents when really it's just them explaining themselves, and that's what we want. If somebody answered in only two sentences, I'd be like, "Well, <laughs> like, what? what am I supposed to do with this?" So, I, I love what you just said, and I also have seen on your Instagram pictures of you performing live. How often are you performing live? What kind of venues are your favorite? Yeah, so I I perform live as much as I can. It just depends what what gigs I can get. Um, I think I played I played quite a few shows over this year, and my favorite venues so far, I think, are the, just the smaller smaller pub style venues with like a smaller stage. It's quite uh, intimate, um, and that's where I. Uh, one of those venues is where I had my album launch, 
launch at the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell and it was really, really cool. It's like a really quirky pub with loads of random knickknacks scattered around the pub, like statues of dogs and random shoes and pictures. And <laughs> it's just like this really quirky vibe and you go through the back and it's a small back room with a small stage with these beautiful red curtains. And it was just a really intimate, lovely venue to have the album launch show in. Um, so that was really nice and I did also do a few DJ sets this year and the venues were a bit bigger and that was really scary to be honest because I played at TwitchCon Amsterdam and it was on this massive like Tetris cube thing in this in this massive room <laughs> it was it was so overwhelming because I'd never been on a stage that that big before but it was once you start the the nerves kind of melt away a little bit and you it's like more comfortable so that initial start so that was really fun that was yeah definitely an experience so how do you put together your dj sets i know you obviously play some of your music but what is it by the vibe is it by the the, the venue you're playing tell us a little bit about your process yeah so so far i haven't had to really what's what am I trying to say so far I've been quite lucky I think with the with the thing venues and events I've played because the ones I have played it's been through Twitch friends I've met through Twitch who have said you can do techno or melodic house which is what I'm very comfortable with because they're the two genres that I really love DJing and even with TwitchCon I just did what I knew and there was a certain level of planning so I chose a smaller playlist of songs um, that I knew worked well together. So it was a, a pre-planned set rather than what some DJs would do in a club where they would read the vibe of the crowd and, and like play things on the fly. With, though, with the Twitch concert, I did have it pre-planned ahead of time. So just finding songs that work well together, that in similar keys and have a good flow. But then sometimes when you're playing live, like DJing live, you'll just find another song that you think, oh, this work, this will work well here. And then they transition really well. So you always have that kind of throw it in, see how it goes element. Yeah, Becky, I'm curious for you, do different people inspire your DJ sets versus your music versus your video game playing? Or is it a similar group of people for all? Yeah, so with, with my synth poppy electronic stuff, it, massive inspiration from Grimes. <laughs> absolutely love her um hana as well just um purity ring um i'm really like driven towards female fronted or female producers or female fronted bands like i think as a as a woman in music i just find that the most inspiring because i just think if they can do it then why can't i and it's just it's just empowering that i've actually got i've actually got um two vinyls off my wall and it's Misanthropocene, a limited edition, and Hannah's vinyl signed. And they're just framed up on my wall so I can see them. When I'm producing in the studio, I'll just sometimes see them on the wall and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's but, your girls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I actually um, tweeted that before and tagged Hannah and she retweeted it on her story. You know when you can retweet them on your story? She retweeted it. I was like, yes. <laughs> With the DJing, I have a few other DJs that I really like. Hannah's one of them again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, have you heard of Zorza as well? Oh yeah. Her yeah. DJ is sick. 
<laughs> her stuff is amazing. I, you know, I should really reach out to her too because her stuff is very good. And actually, that's so ironic you brought her up, Becky, because your stuff and her stuff, like there's something about the, the look of it, the aesthetic of it that felt very similar. Maybe it's like space kind of futuristic. Futuristic, beautiful. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, no, yeah, it fit, it's definitely something I've I kind of strive towards is the more futuristic space theme on my Twitch. I'll have so when I do DJ sets, I'll I'll call it like vi the vibe portal. So it's like a like made up place that people can just come, come and hang in the vibe portal. And we'll just hang out. Don't have to worry about you know real life problems. We're just coming in, having fun, listening to some good tunes, and and I've got these little like animated portal emotes and they spin <laughs> and everyone that spams them in the chat yeah it's fun yeah so can you tell us a little bit about how you found grimes and hana i was thinking about this the other day i think i found grimes when i was at uni maybe about 10 years ago and her art angels album was already out and that was the first album i listened to which is amazing <laughs> and i think i found hana through grimes through their music videos as well on YouTube. I loved loved their music videos as well. Um, so that's how I found, yeah, that's how I found Grimes. And I'm actually quite new to the like the Grimes fan scene as well. Very, very new to, to it. <laughs> Even though I've listened to her for so long, I've only like discovered the whole, what's it called? Like fandom? Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the fandom right now, which, if I'm honest, is pretty quiet. It usually is pretty poppin' when Claire is more active, but right now everybody's more quiet, but I'm glad you're here with us. You know, you mentioned that you found Grimes 10 years ago. What's your favorite album of hers and songs if you had to choose one? My favorite album is Art Angels, I think because it was the first one I really, yeah. <laughs> and my favorite song, it's really hard, but <laughs> my go-to one is Kill V Mame. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just fun. But, you know, you could, the list goes on. Her, her new album's great, too. And oh, I really like My Name Is My Name is Dark. Oh, yeah. The, That's a yeah. good one. And reality. <laughs> you had mentioned a minute ago that as, as a female, it's very important for you to follow in the footsteps of other females who do it on their own in production and DJing. Do you work alone or do you have a team of people that help you? I work alone. So I do all my music just in my bedroom um, on my laptop and I've got I've built up a small studio over the years just collected like a couple of synthesizers and a microphone and yeah I mix it all myself master I master all my music myself but for the album I did get someone else to do that because I thought it'd be better because it's a big release I was like I might as well just pay someone else to do that for me the only time I've ever really worked with a team was when I worked on the Crescent music video my friend Adam um, he works in video post-production and like 3d visuals against green screens and things and he really wanted to work on a music video so we he was more than happy to help me yeah I just ended up with this really cool futuristic cyberpunk city me like putting it in like this 3d space but I'd like crossed it in with Bloodborne like which is a video game as well it was like a weird like crossover because I was playing a lot of that as well at the time but that it was just yeah that was a really cool experience because I had to be on set which I'd never done before there was a camera operator lighting 
there was someone like on the computer in behind the glass <laughs> and, I, and I had to perform the, the track and I'd never done it in front of anyone before I'm very much like a, I'll just do it myself mm-hmm. But yeah, it worked, it worked really well. It was a really good experience and I was really happy with with what came out of it. Yeah, it's an amazing video. I was going to ask you about that and how you got like the graphics and just everything with it, even like the little tiaras you're wearing, just everything down to your outfits is just high level. Oh, thank you. So I, I actually put the outfits together myself. I found stuff on Etsy like the crown I found on Etsy and the horns as well and like the, the crescent earrings that was all, and the thing and like the, the pointy fingers I just wanted to wear things that are really that I wouldn't usually wear because I thought it was a music video I've got to like dress up and if I could I would have had a sword as well I just <laughs> that rhymes inspired but I couldn't do that and then with the set me and my friend we were bouncing back and forward with ideas originally we were going to we were going to film the video in london but there's nowhere to really film in london because it's so busy <laughs> you have to like pay to film in places so that we've scratched that idea and then he was like why don't we do it in this green room and we paid someone to build this well i paid someone to build this scene and just this cyberpunk city scene in unreal engine and I sent him my like single artworks and he put them up as billboards in the city. And then when I got on set, there was a TV and the camera and the green room behind me. And the TV had me in the cyberpunk city already. And then it was just, but so the behind me was all the green, but on the TV, you could see where I was being placed in the like 3D city. And it was just, it was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool as well. I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> it was just so high tech. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so so cool. What was the hardest transition from doing it all yourself in your room to oh my gosh, now there's you know four other people that are looking at me do this thing and that are in control of all these different things? I think it's giving others creative control over things and trusting them to get it how I want it because it sometimes it's hard when you have an idea or, or like a concept and you want it to be showcased in a certain way or you want it to be a certain way but everyone will have different opinions and work different ways so it's it's about collaboration and a meeting in the middle but it went really well there was no there was no, nothing I wasn't happy with. My friend edited it together and he sent me versions and I'd be like, can you change this, this and this? And he'd be like, yeah. So we did a few versions and then, yeah, then it was, it was perfect. Yeah. How do you break up your day with what to work on? Are, are you spending more of your time working on your music right now? Are you spending more time on other creative outlets? What are you doing right now? Yeah. So at the moment, now I've released the album, I'm kind of having a very not a break but I'm working on some more collaborative projects for the next few months or so just other songs collaborating with other artists I work full-time I have a full-time job so music's part-time for me so it's hard to fit it in sometimes it's usually of an evening or on the weekends 
yeah I, sorry I can't remember what the other part of the question was <laughs> no you answered it and MK yeah. and I relate okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's yes. so hard when you have your hobby that's that's so important to you and you're having to find time to do it around working a full-time career to pay the bills we uh mm-hmm. we relate yeah it's hard it's doable but you burn out mm-hmm. and take a break it's it's all about managing when you're too tired to do it and just letting yourself rest that's something i've really i really struggle with that Mm -hmm. sometimes i will just go 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 (laughs) for like the whole week or you know then just burn out i think what's difficult too with social media is that you're taught that to stay relevant you have to go 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 until you burn out and then I think at a certain point you recognize that's not doable whether it's music or podcast or anything else if you're not working you can't make your project work exactly and there's so much there's so much highlight now and on apps like TikTok where you have to post like every day and I just I for ages I managed to do it now I'm like I just can't do it anymore I'll just post when I want when I've got time I'll make a few and then I'll just post them when I want not put pressure on because yeah like you said it was getting to a point where I was like I'm literally not making music Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just making I'm just making content and not honing my craft and I'm not going to be able to release anything if I don't work on it Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it's definitely finding balance Yeah. So back to your collabs. Are you working as a musician with them? Are you producing other people? Tell us a little bit about that. So working as a musician with the other artists I'm working with, we're both writing the songs together. And then I'm also going to be doing vocals on the tracks too. But we're producing the tracks together, which is really cool because in previous collaborations I've done, the other artists will usually be like, I've got this song. Do you want to do vocals for it and I'll be like yeah and then I'll write all the lyrics and the vocal melodies but with it for these ones it's more collaborative because we're both writing the songs together yeah that's so fun so how many different collaborations do you have going on at once at the moment there's two but I have a couple more lined up but I've just told I've told them that I have to wait till after the album until after I've done my other collaborations so I think a few um, lined up over the next few months which is exciting after I've done those I'll probably start working on like an EP or something for next year you just came off an album release do you feel like you went right back into working on what's coming up in the future or are you still savoring the moment of it just came out in November and I'm gonna ride with the new release as soon as the album came out I was already planning like another project to release Mm -hmm. in 2023 to do with the album so that's all in the works at the moment but I I realized I actually need to just promote the album as well because now that it's out I did all this promotion beforehand and now that it's out I've gone like ah but then it's like actually I need to still promote it it doesn't end it's not like you have a team of people to do that for I don't have a team of people to do that for me so Speaking of promoting are you gonna tour do artists really even do that anymore I would love to tour. I would love to, but I don't think as an independent artist, it's so difficult, I think financially and just the logistics of it all and actually getting the gigs. Cause I have, like I've sent out emails to various venues around England and I've only ever played in London under Becky Machine, but I haven't, like, I haven't heard anything back. And 
I'd love to do a tour, but I guess if you don't know the right people to, mm. to you, then it's how do you get those gigs? I, I can get them in London because that's where I'm based. But yeah, when trying to branch out is so difficult and then funding it, funding it is just out of pocket, definitely as an independent artist, I think. The reason why MK and I are so interested on whether or not you have a team is because we were talking prior to you joining us to record. Your pages look very well put together and professional. And our question was like, does she have somebody that helps out with that? Because it looks like you have some kind of social media manager. No, you are the social media manager, it looks like. <laughs> no, I do it all myself. I do. That's good that you said that because I wasn't really sure. But I, I try and have my key aesthetic in mind, which is space and futuristic stuff. So I try and post photos and, and content around that. And like a, the color scheme with like pinks and turquoises to match my album. Mm-hmm. So I try and tie that all in to my social media posts. That's probably my main things I think about when I post on socials. And I do try and keep it regular, but again, it is, it's easy to burn out when there's so many websites you need to post to. Yes, it's not just Instagram, it's Twitter and TikTok. And what am I even supposed to put on TikTok? (laughs) Then I got to post all these stories and then the stories have to engage people for the algorithm. And and it's a lot. And I I like that you're bringing up your issues as an artist trying to get recognized in other countries even. And that hadn't occurred to me. You know, you can get recognized in London, but it feels like sending out a lot of cold emails and not hearing back, which must get really frustrating at a certain point. Yeah, it is. It is frustrating because it does make you think, well, how how do you get the gigs then mm-hmm. out there and branch out to the to these other places? I mean, I've sent off a bunch of applications to festivals for 2023. So mm-hmm. really hoping, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I get at least one back, <laughs> one acceptance back. We'll see. Can you talk a little bit about, this is just going back to your songwriting process. How do you come up with your songs? Are you a lyric person first or do you write the beat? So I think for the most part, I start with a synth line, like a melody. And I, I do have um, like a lyric lyrics on my phone. So if I'm out and about and I think of a lyric in my head, I'll write it down. But I don't usually start off with lyrics or like a lyric melody. It's usually the synth lines. But I want to start trying out starting with drums. Because I've heard, I've heard Grimes does that, and mm-hmm. she writes songs. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I should try that and mix it up a bit and try writing in a different way to what I usually write. So I think when I write some n- newer stuff, I'll probably experiment with what I start with. Is your goal, Becky, to be a full-time musician eventually, or is this something you want to keep 50-50? I would love to be a full-time musician, but I don't know whether it would take a lot to get to a position where you could do it full time yeah. comfortably as well yeah mm. yeah that's my only concern is how it would ha- it would take a lot to be on a livable wage i think and i i, I like doing it part time even though it is it's kind of like a job it's not it is a hobby but it's almost like a job yeah but cuz i do you know i do sell merch and you know on twitch as well i promote promote all my music on Twitch and I don't know I I do I do quite like going into work as well and having that separate in a way like a separate work thing yeah I love music but I don't I don't know whether I'd want to do it full-time anymore 
But when, if you asked me that 10 years ago, I, I wanted to do it full time from the age I was 16 all the way up to a, I was about 25. It sounds like now it's something that you enjoy as the escape from work and you keep those two parts of your lives pretty separate. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, if I could go on tour and do all that, I absolutely would. If you could collab with any artist, who would it be besides Grimes? Okay, I think it'd have to be Hannah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Besides yeah. her too, is there anyone else? <laughs> probably, probably Zorza. To be honest, I think her her songs are so cool. She makes really, really good tunes. Uh, or Purity Ring. I think Purity Ring are really cool. You know what's really sad? I didn't know who Purity Ring was until I found Grimes, and then I heard her mention it in an interview way back when, like the Visions era, and started listening to Purity Ring. Purity Ring's vibe is like my chill out vibe, but I don't want to listen to like Inya. It's great. Yeah, it's I love Inya. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. But there's something that's like so old school about Inya that sometimes I'm like, give me something a little bit more that makes me feel a little bit more purity ring than my go-to. Yeah, they're really just atmospheric and otherworldly. Like they're just their songs are so unique, I think. They've got a very unique sound. Absolutely. And you were mentioning some kind of advice that you're working on and that you're working towards, which is great advice towards our audience about, you know, cold emailing and doing this part time and just making sure that you're contacting as many people as possible to get in with the festivals. What is some advice you would give to somebody who's brand new to starting with producing or DJing? I would say with producing, don't sit on your tracks and just not release them I think release them if you make a song release it you because you could spend I'm really bad at this actually I will (laughs) tweaking a track Mm -hmm. (laughs) tweaking 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 I finished it months ago like and I could have really just release your songs because you'll only get better with time and the more you write different songs and work on different songs the better you'll get faster so that's probably my advice I give and that's only something I've learned recently where do you see yourself in five years with your music do you see yourself exploring other genres do you see yourself kind of staying in the otherworldly atmosphere tell us a little bit about that I think I'll always have the ethereal otherworldly vibe video game kind of vibe in my music but since I've started DJing I want to start incorporating maybe more of like a techno like mm. elements in into my songs as well like maybe some more fast paced stuff and um and then that way I can DJ some of my tracks as well because um, a lot of my songs are too slow or just not the right kind of vibe for techno <laughs> um I think yeah in five years I'd want to be playing more music festivals both live sets and DJing not just in England either, all over the world. You were talking about DJing at a venue that's much bigger than you're used to, that it felt kind of brand new in terms of territory. Did you experience any like imposter syndrome or feel like, oh gosh, what am I doing here? Did you feel like I'm confident and ready to go? I got this. No, I did not feel ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you the story actually, because it was at TwitchCon Amsterdam, which was in this big convention center called Rai I think it's called R-A-I 
and um, me and my friend who my friend who moderates my Twitch channel we met up beforehand and we went in together around like the back entrance the like the musician entrance or um, and we got taken to where the stage was so we, fo we followed this um, woman through the like convention center and I already was like oh my god this feels so odd to me <laughs> someone was like <laughs> showing me where to go and then we went into this massive room where this Rubik's Cube was and she was like here's the stage and I was just like I it was almost like my I just my soul left my body and I just <laughs> I just like I was like what <laughs> so am I it's here this is the room and I was like oh my gosh and then I, I wasn't DJing until the next day but when I got on to play my set the DJ decks I had at the time were a lot older and I wasn't really used to DJing on the very modern pioneer equipment and I couldn't even it's like when I got up to do my set I couldn't figure out how to load my USB because I was so nervous <laughs> it was like I'd forgotten and it's all right because there was a guy there was um, a guy kind of looking after the stage and just being on hand if anyone needed anything so he sorted out my, out my usbs for me and once i got going it was fine but it was almost just like the imposter kick the imposter syndrome kicked in so much i just forgot i forgot how to teach yeah <laughs> yeah after i'd like i was nervous throughout the whole set but after a few songs i'd figured out the equipment and i knew what i was doing i was just like oh my gosh <laughs> sometimes it's just gonna roll with it yeah yeah it all worked out it all worked out in the end so tell us our fans and fans do we have fans jen oh my goodness listeners could you tell our listeners where we can find your music yeah so you can find my music on all streaming platforms so spotify apple music soundcloud all at becky machine that b-e-k-i machine yeah and if you wanted to come and hang out on my twitch channel and come and just jam it's twitch.tv forward slash becky machine if somebody wanted to reach out to you and talk are you open for collabs yeah if um if anyone wants to reach out to me they can do so via my email or instagram message um also she's very responsive to email we know so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious before we let it was, it was a great experience you know before i let you go becky mk actually found your name before i knew of you mk how did you find becky i i actually i listened to hana a lot and was looking for other djs uh, to listen to um during my grown adult lady job i love to listen to those during my work day they kind of get me through and i found your channel you're just so bubbly and happy and I haven't, I've, I got to watch your gamer ones because I want to see a little bit more about that, but your DJ sets and music is just on point. You have such a community that you've built and it's amazing to see. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, guys, you've heard all the details here. If you want to hear Becky's music or join her for a stream or a video game or two, hit her up on the socials that we will post below. Becky, thank you so much for joining us today and talking to our audience a little bit about what you do. Yeah, thank you for thank you for having me on. I was yeah, yeah I was buzzing when you when you um when you asked. So we're so glad. Yay. All right, guys, thanks for joining MK and I for another episode of What's Up Grimes. We'll be back later this week for more content. <laughs>